Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hang on to your balls. It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and then we talk about them. My name is Luke Condor Kate, and I'm joined by my regular co host, Mr. Ben Errington. Mr. Barrington. How's it going, man? You alright? It's going good, Mr. Condor. Then I ever said that to you? Barrington. Barrington? Yeah, yeah, I get Barrington quite a lot, you know. Yeah, You're not like the first one, like mate. So yeah. there is a brand there is a brand of water called Barrington. I've seen it before. I bought it. It was delicious. Of course it was. It's... Some some of the best some of the best water I've ever tasted. <laughs> yeah, but it would so be. So fresh. <laughs> yeah. Um, it would be. Okay, so uh so in this podcast we we've got the fifty best horror movies ever, as judged by some film students over at Empire Magazine. The professional film <laughs> people now. And uh, oh. we, we we just uh we're on last week we talked about it follows. Actually it wasn't last week because last week we weren't here. We were in London yeah. doing other filmy type stuff, and uh, we right. got to watch Stand by Me, which isn't a horror, but written by Stephen King. It's a great film. Um, but the week before that, we talked about It Follows, and then this week we are talking about number twenty nine on the list: Night of Ooh. the Living Dead. It feels like we're flying through this list, but it also feels like we're only chipping away at slowly. We're not it feels like it feels like both. We're not even halfway. Exactly. We're not even halfway. Yeah. Okay. Should so we do, any, do anything special when we get halfway? Uh well maybe maybe at the halfway point we should do um one of the like the fly or you know something that's like a a classic that's not been an honourable not been, honourable mention honourable mention that's not been included on the list or yeah, let's yeah. do like one of those things where it's like uh, just a chat about horror movies and stuff oh a little chat a, a little, little chat like uh, our five favourite horror or horror movies that we you know grew up with and that kind of thing yeah that's a good idea what a great idea thank you you want to tell us a bit about the film sure thing. Okay, so Night of the Living Dead is a 1968 American independent horror film directed by George A. Romero, starring Dwayne Jones and Judith O'Day. Um, 
She hasn't got a question mark at the end of her name. I was just um, confused <laughs> for a second. Yeah. Uh, the story, fo- story follows characters Ben, Barbara, and five others trapped in a rural farmhouse in western Pennsylvania, which is attacked by a large and growing group of unnamed living dead monsters, drawing on early depictions in popular culture of the ghoul, which has led this type of creature to be referred to most popularly as a zombie. Zombie. Uh, so this is what the Empire had to say. Uh, whenever you watch an episode of The Walking Dead or read a Max Brooks novel or even fiddle with your smartphone on Plants vs. Zombies, you have George A. Romero to thank. Thanks, George. Nobody else has contribute, uh, contributed more to the modern conception of zombies and the bearded genius from the Bronx. From the Bronx? I did not know that. Uh, and no film has kickstarted a subgenre so enduring or fruitful. Night of the Living Dead is scary. Sure, its violence caught audiences by surprise at the time. But it's also surprisingly witty socially cognizant satire from a politically loaded time. Little wonder that Quentin Tarantino once claimed that A in George A. Romero stood for a fucking genius. Uh, the film's got 96% on, <laughs> 96% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 7.9 out of 10 on IMDb, which is a very good score. I think we've only ever had like one film <laughs> above 8. Uh, so this is, you know, it's right up there. Um, have you seen this before? Do you know much about it? Have you, have you, have you, have you seen um, any sequels? I, I... <laughs> I'm, I'm more familiar I think with the remake um, unfortunately um, I've seen the remake a fair few times probably five or six times I've only seen this film once before I believe mm. quite a long time ago um, but as far as I'm aware I've seen all of the of the dead George A. Romero movies yeah and uh, and and their remakes and their spin-offs and you know all that stuff so completely fully aware of the influence that this film has on all of those films and subsequently um the genre that is zombie because zombies is i mean it's a genre within itself really isn't it like it is now yeah. yeah yes it's horror but it is now yeah i mean probably now you've got like from... the, the sub sub genres so you've got like fast zombies <laughs> slow zombies yeah, yeah yeah shuffling the shuffling zombies hordes on a, on a train zombies on a train zombies on a plane zombies in an automobile nazi zombies they like you've got every sort of iteration of zombies now yeah, exactly. I mean, if you were going to describe a zombie film, you wouldn't go, oh, I'll just stick this horror film on. You'd say, going to stick this zombie film on. Because yeah, yeah. then people go, oh, yeah, 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 I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yes, scary. I mean, are you scared more of the shuffling, lifeless hordes? Or are you scared more of the running, feral, blood-spewing oh, beasts? I think for, like, personal safety, like I feel like the running 28 Days Later style zombies, they're, like, terrifying in, like, such a different way. But um, yeah. there is something, I think the reason um, Giorgio Romero like, tapped into something here that's been taken, sort of, you know, has been uh, redone and reused in so many different films and media is because that idea of like seeing um, like a horde slowly like munching on finger parts and stuff and like walking <laughs> towards you, there is something like really terrifying about that. Really creepy. It's not like, jump not like jump scare scary but it's yeah, like it's eerie it's eerie isn't yeah it? um it's also seeing like a loved one slowly become yeah, yeah one of one of the undead i mean that's like some that's like a different level of horror really and it? it's like seeing seeing a loved one essentially become one of the monsters and then you having to kill i mean that's like that's layers layers of horror within itself there um so yeah, yeah this this film definitely taps into that um it, it's it's quite simple in terms of plot um some some obvious obviously some it introduces some ideas that haven't stuck in terms of zombies 
mm. stuff that just to see the zombies do in this film They're felt a little bit too. Um, well, like too conscious, aren't they? Like so, they yeah. use tools and they use like there's a trowel that they use later. They put lights yeah. on the car and stuff like that. Yeah, they sort of like they know what someone they'll go. Oh, I'm going to try and bite you, but I'm going to use this rock to smash the window first. Yeah, or I'm going to use yeah. this trowel to stab you to death. It's things that haven't quite stuck. But then I guess if this was one of the first or the first iteration of like yeah. zombies, um, for everything to have stuck would have been kind of ridiculous. So the fact that some but things don't quite work. A lot of I was thinking about this. Like a lot of tropes are like present here. So you've got like uh, the sick mm. daughter, which we've seen earlier on yeah. the list in Wreck. Um, you've got like the scenes where everyone's talking about the background of how they got to that moment. I saw a load of zombies. Yeah, they, they took my car. Um, you've got. Hey, right. Okay, cool. Uh, you've got uh, barricade in the house. You've got the radio report where everyone's sort of. Uh, I feel like I've seen that a few times where they're sort of watching the TV. Especially, I'm thinking like um, Shaun of the Dead, or that's more of an obvious yeah. sort of one. But, yeah, yeah. But I feel like there's loads of little tropes in this that have been taken and uh, that you're still seeing things now. Mm. It's almost like the most classic tropes you'd see were all present in this film, which I think is a testament to just how good it is because yeah. uh, how good it is it sort of introducing this this sort of style of film or the zombie film um because yeah loads of loads of it stuck and loads of it still feels fresh when you see it done in different ways in different horror films so yeah yeah so um it's pretty cool i got this quote from roger ebert um it's about like the effects the film had on audiences when it was released so um it's kind of difficult to imagine what it'd be like but this Apparently, this was the first horror film that actually sort of because uh, this is before ratings, so like kids went to the, the the screenings to see this and stuff. And I think they were kind of expecting invasion of the thing from the other planet, or you know, like oh, all right, okay. Yeah. And then what he got was this. Um, Roger said, <laughs> uh, "The kids in the audience were stunned. There was almost complete silence. The movie had stopped being delightfully scary, but halfway through, and it become unexpectedly terrifying." There's a little girl across the aisle from me, maybe nine years old, who's sitting very still in her seat and crying. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like horrific. Oh, oh no! Yeah, but it is like such a dry film. Like I don't like some people have said it like kind of. That's where the first bits are funny, where uh, Johnny, the brother, gets uh, like in a wrestling match. But like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of zombie wrestling matches in here. It seems like. That one of the styles of battling these zombies is to first of all get really close to them. Yeah. There's one where there's one where someone like rips one of them their shirts off. Oh, <laughs> you've you've embarrassed me now. My yeah. nipples are out. Um, it just seems like yeah, let them get. They're, they're, I mean, they're super super slow, but to take them on, I'm going to let them get really close, and then we're going to have a little bit of a tussle. Yeah. 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 It's kind of, It is incredibly dry, and some of the cuts are quite jarring, and uh, some of the looks that some of these actors give each other. Yeah. Kind of hilarious, really. There was you. a moment. There was there was a couple of moments where I did like laugh out loud. At, <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. At, so, the way the way some people kind of looked at each other, or the way some people reacted, or how a line of dialogue was delivered, and not because it's super cheesy, but like it just feels kind of a bit out of place at times. I feel like um, um, maybe the, I know it's, it's filmed for one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars, which sounds like a, maybe a lot, but I, I got the feeling they didn't have many takes, or they didn't sort of. If it feels very rough and ready. It's almost like, uh, yeah, they were, they were just like, okay, now you, now you. Oh yeah, I read somewhere that they were um, they did uh, improvise a lot of like the lines and stuff. So I, I get the feeling George 
They just said, now you tell them about your how you got here and we'll film that bit. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. You two wrestle now. <laughs> you two wrestle. Now rip the shirt off his back. I want to see glistening zombie yeah, torsos. Yeah. Come on, oil him up. <laughs> but like it is, it is, it is a great film. But uh, let's uh, get a bit more into it. Uh, so the key players, I've only written down two for now because that's who we start off with and then we'll introduce more as we go on. Uh, Dwayne Jones is Ben, who is the black protagonist, which is apparently um, kind of a controversial choice at the time, but George has just said he was the best person for the job. Uh, and then Judith yeah. O'Day as Barbara. Uh, Barbara. Who, who, Barbara. I don't know understand why she's such a main character. She really doesn't do that much in this film. She's just a bloody hindrance, isn't she? Yeah. She's just like, oh, on the... I know your brother's just died. I feel terrible for you, but Jesus Christ, wind your neck in. Yeah, <laughs> wind your neck in. Okay, so the film starts. Uh, we've got Bar. I keep wanting to say Barbara. Barbara. Flight of the Concords, that yeah, isn't yeah. it? There's no such name Barbara. as Barbara. <laughs> I'm sure it was Barbara. And her, na- <laughs> and her name does turn out to be Barbara. Barbara. Yeah, I know, yeah. No, no, my, name, my name's Barbara. My name's Barbara, <laughs> obviously. So Barbara and Johnny, uh, her brother, they're going to. Uh, <laughs> Uh, pay the respects to their dad. He's um, he's dead. He's in a in a grave. That's that's how it works. They go to they go once a year or something. And Johnny's like a little bit miffed about it. Um, and then they, they paid respects. I don't think they actually kept to the grave. I don't know. But then um, he's a real skin, he's a real skin flint, isn't he, Johnny? Because he turns up and he's like, the bloody flowers I put here last year are gone. Yeah. Well, it's been, it's been a year. They have yeah. They have, they have been there a year. He's like, oh, I've got to buy some new ones. I'm like, bloody yeah. hell. He takes off his driving Stitch. gloves. And uh, <laughs> he's he's, uh, he's an interesting guy. And uh, he's like, I think he's trying to creep uh, Barbara out a bit. He's uh, doing a whole, we're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> tries, tries, tries to put the willies up her. Tries to put the willies up her and on her. And, uh, <laughs> and then we start to see... This is all happening very quick. Um, we start to see the first zombie um, sort of walking up to him. He looks like he's just a... I mean, he doesn't look like a zombie. He just looks like he's a caretaker or something. He just looks like a bloke who's uh, had a heavy night out with the lads yeah. and he slept in the, he slept in the cemetery uh, in, his, in his suit that he had on when he went to work yesterday. Yeah. He's a bit dusty. He's a bit pale. You know, he needs a drink. He's dehydrated. Yeah. That's what he looks like, not like a zombie. He should, yeah, he should get in his way. He's very hungover right now. He's just after some lamp <laughs> abysmal. He needs a full English. Yeah. Um and then and then like uh, Johnny and um this guy start wrestling. <laughs> it does seem like uh, George has just said, Okay, now now you guys uh yeah, wrestle. And they've gone what? Have a wrestle. <laughs> yeah, wrestle. You mean just yeah, go on. <laughs> and then he, they're just <laughs> oh, sort of, oh, yeah, oh. yeah. And then um, it seems to, I, I don't know, it's, it's a weird little scene. It's not like how I imagine zombie wrestling to actually be. Because there's, there's not enough teeth. Do you know what I mean? Like a, a zombie would normally sort of go in for the map, go in with a teeth first. Yeah. It's like, it's, like, it's like he's not interested in eating. He's like he's just interested in really doing him in. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, you want to yeah. wrestle, do you? Yeah. You want to wrestle, do you? Also, to note, they're yeah, not so called it, zombies in this. They're called ghouls. Ghouls. The yeah. ghoulies. The ghoulars. Yeah. Uh, so they have a little bit of a wrestle, don't they? And yeah. uh, then the slammed. zombie throws it, throws it. He gets slammed. He gets tombstone pile drive <laughs> onto, a, onto, yeah. onto a gravestone. Oh, literally. Strikes his head on the stone and he's dead and he's deaded. And then uh, 
Barbara right. gets Barbara get, gets I just away. Thought he was knocked out and then, and then Barbara runs away. All right, well, KO'd then. But I mean, but, uh, uh, they just say he's dead. But um, oh, I just I just thought well, he's trying to leave him. But like she's like terrified of this guy. She saw yeah. the other guy once before. And she's like never again. <laughs> <laughs> she's running away. She's she's te- teetotal herself. She didn't believe in it. No, get that smell of alcohol away from me. Um, so she runs away. Uh, the guy chases her. Uh, she finds a house in the middle of the. Well, yeah, well, she gets in the car first, doesn't she? And the guy tries to get into the car using yeah. a using a stone, a big old stone, which you know it takes him three attempts to get through that window. Yeah, I think uh, you know, sort yourself out, mate. And <laughs> and then she runs away from him, but like he manages, even though he's kind of just walking after her slowly. Yeah. It's the Mike Myers effect where he just manages to keep up with her. So she's pretty much running, and he's walking. But every time she looks around, he's, he's pretty closer. much the same distance away. Yeah. He's close. He's closer and closer. It's like it's he's like teleporting. Just behind of that, um, you know, in the Holy Grail, when uh, <laughs> John Cleese is running towards the Lancelot is running towards the castle, and just needs to yeah. get further away and <laughs> closer and further away. <laughs> it's, it's like that. Yeah. So yeah, she goes. She goes to a lovely little farmhouse, um, and basically get hides inside. Yeah. So she. Um, she goes, this is a lovely house. Uh, it's kind of a free bear situation. She goes to look upstairs for a bed or something. Uh, the house is empty. But then she, like, this, she sees like um, a corpse, like a really mangled corpse in the middle of the floor. And um, we zoom into the eye. I really like that bit. It just seems to come out of nowhere. Just a quick zoom into the eye. Um, and uh, does she run away from the house again or something? I think she just tries to get away. She sees the body. Yeah, yeah. I think she just... Trying to get away again, yeah. She flees from the house, and then she see, see, just sees more and more of these figures descending upon her. Uh, like the old hungover guy, he's got lads in from last night, and he's gone right, lads. I know we're all hungover. Yeah. Let's get to this house. I think Barbara's going to make us uh, eggs and bacon. <laughs> so they're all descending on her, going, "Oh bloody hell!" She's, and then she's so like, hungover. "More got any aspirin?" People. Yeah. She's like, "No, I don't go near alcoholics." And then she's like, trying to get away from them. Uh, luckily, Ben, sober Ben, uh, arrives. Uh, he's sort of sort of our main character in the story, actually. Um, I think I can't remember what he's, he's he sort of fights with them. He sort of wrestles, but he knows what he's doing. Like, he does a classic. He does a classic. Oh, zombies, are you? Well, I'm gonna, again, I'm going to get really close to you. Let you have a little sniff. We're going to have a little wrestle, and then going to sling you on the ground, yeah. and that means I won. Yeah. We um, don't get any classic like bludgeoning zombies' heads to death or shooting zombies in the head at this particular moment. Not yet, but I think there is a. Is he screwdriver someone in someone's head at some point? There's a bit of head. Um, There's a bit of head popping, head, isn't head there? Popping, yeah, at some point, uh, which is a classic zombie trope as well. Okay, um, yeah. and then he, they sort of get inside. Um, he starts trying to board up the windows and stuff. Uh, Barbara <laughs> keeps talking about Johnny. He just punches her in the face. <laughs> yeah, they have a little, they have a little slapping exchange here, don't they? Which is quite yeah. good. So she slaps Ben because she's like, "I gotta get out there and get my brother. I gotta go back and get him." Gives him a slap, and he's like, "Ah." Yeah. I ain't fucking standing for that. I'm love. pretty sure she's concussed for the rest of the film. Like, <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she doesn't really say anything for us. It's like always looks a little bit spaced out. I imagine wanted in, to the give her a little... <laughs> in the audition, she wasn't even listening to it's like the direction in which she's perfect. <laughs> she's like spacing <laughs> yeah, yeah. out somewhere. <laughs> she's looking out the window going, oh, yeah. bloody, bloody lovely clouds out there today. And they've gone, you're perfect. You're exactly <laughs> the kind of absent-minded person we need for this film. Yeah. She... um. So I was, I was thinking, why is she like so? Because she's like catatonic for most of the film. Like she doesn't really say much. 
I think at she's, one point she mumbles random stuff, but and I was like, oh, it's because she's not got like forty years worth of zombie culture to like understand yeah. it. This is like completely yeah. unfathomable. <laughs> yes, yeah, like what are these things? Yeah. So uh, at this point, yeah. are we thinking that zo- are the zombies actually risen from graves? Uh, or are most of them, they just... think they're murderers, don't they? I think at the minute they don't really know what they are. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, but, like a bl- bunch of bloody murderers turning up. Yeah, I mean Ben has been doing some killing at some point. I think. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. So. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So no at this point, we're introduced. Go on. We're introduced to uh, the, the the sort of house has got a cellar, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um. And there's like some uh people downstairs. There's. Yeah. Yeah. So there's so there's like a couple, um, a married couple and their daughter who's uh been done in. Yeah. Uh, so now we started to <laughs> introduce another like zombie movie trope, which will be used again and again and again, uh, like the warring factions of humans trapped in like small environments. You know what I mean? So like this, um, yeah, yeah. Ben's got Ben's like saying, okay, we're gonna we're gonna stay up here, we're gonna board up the windows and stuff, and we're just gonna secure this area. And this guy's like, no, you need to come downstairs into the cellar. It's better in the cellar. Um, and yeah. for some reason that's we, lo- we love it in the cellar. No, they're just so angry. <laughs> You've got such a different opinion to me. Can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much that. I mean, again, yeah, it's a standard zombie trope where groups of people have different opinions, and that's kind of like their undoing yeah. in the end. Because someone always tries to do the the wrong thing, uh, messing up for everybody else. I don't understand why they don't go with Ben's plan because the seller's always a good like final option. You know what I mean? Why would you straight into the cellar? Yeah, it's a good option to fall back on, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're they're pre- they're pretty content down there. I mean, it's, maybe it's, it's nice and warm down there, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so at some point around here, so there's two more people. I don't know if we've introduced them just yet. Um, there's like another couple. Yeah, they're not a sort of teenage couple, don't they? And uh, yeah, they, they sort of arrive, and that's when we start seeing the emergency broadcast. TV, okay. yeah. Uh, well, sorry, the radio thing. And it's um, aliens, <laughs> or like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, They're like, there's been some sort of space mission. Isn't it? Yeah, I think this is where like the humor, like George George Aaron Rowe's humor comes in. It's kind of like tongue in cheek, cheesy scientists. Uh, um, yeah, saying that they brought some space radiation back from Venus, and yeah. uh, they think it's something to do with that. At this point, I think they're starting to say. Um, they are eating, the murdering people and eating the flesh. Yeah, um, they're cannibals. Yeah, at this point, do we are they starting to uh, shoot them? Do you know what I mean? Because there's that whole like resistance sort of thing happening, like loads of farms. Yeah, yeah, we see, we, we see. Yeah, we do see some footage as well of the of the sort of yeah the farmers, the the police officers, and that, and they've all got guns and they're sort of going around. Yeah, killing killing all these zombos. So it's worth noting as well. So the sick daughter is in the cellar. Um, at some point, the young couple are starting to side with um, uh, Ben. Uh, I think they want to sort of try and get out there. Oh, yeah. So at this point, after finding out about the sick daughter, um, the news report says there's these following places where people should try and get to. Uh, it's like mm-hmm. a safe haven. You need to try and get here, uh, otherwise, you're going to die. So I think they start to make a plan to how they're going to get out. 
Yeah, they start to make a plan for how they're going to basically escape the house, and it involves getting to the car and refueling first, doesn't it? Yeah. So... Or getting to, ben, getting to Ben's truck and refueling. Yeah. So, um, how, so what happens there? So I've got like a bit of a blurred memory of this bit. So I've, I've got from this so bit, ba- and then he's blow up the car. <laughs> Not too sure. Yeah. So basically, they try, they try, they try to they try to get away from they try to get Ben's truck and go and refuel it at a refueling station, which is like a pump not far from the house. Um, and Ben and one of the the teenage lad decide to sort of get in the car. But then when they do, the teenager's girlfriend comes out as well. Yeah. And then it all sort of, sort of starts oh, yeah. getting messed up. They they're using fire to sort of like try and. Mur- Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Molotov cocktails, yeah. Molotov cocktails, push the zombies back. Um, you know, they get themselves into a right load of stupor air this is where one of the guys rips off the zombie shirt takes his dignity right away and yeah. then the, this is when the the guy who was in the cellar comes and locks the door locks him out okay yeah yeah like like a right like a right silly sausage yeah uh yeah. but yeah but tom accidentally spills gasoline on the truck when he's uh trying to refuel it and it sets on fire and tries to get judy out of the truck but she's like i can't I'm stuck to something, like the really, like belt. like a Fred or something stuck on something, and then so suddenly, you know, you know, when the seatbelt won't, like it gets stuck, you can't like, <laughs> like loosen it. Yeah, you got to calm yeah. down first. You got to breathe. Take yeah, breath, yeah, yeah. Give it she some doesn't. Slack, she doesn't calm down go, at all. And then it comes off. Yeah, gets us all. No, she I just mean, leaves it, and he goes, "Come on, hurry up! You're you're uh, holding us up." And then suddenly, the truck just explodes. Yeah. I like Ben's reaction to the truck exploding as well. It's like he's just like looking, seeing a shooting star or something. He kind of goes, "Oh, right. yeah, it's, <laughs> that's uh, what's happened." We don't actually see it explode either, so I think uh, maybe that was a bit too expensive to do because I think like it, it like it cuts away right and it cuts back, and it has just the truck yeah, on fire. So. And then um, Ben sort of goes back to the house, but at the same time, this is the bit I was like, "Wow, that is kind of super gory." Is when all the zombies out there now start like eating Tom and his the, the teen couples. Like burnt barbecue. Yeah, sorry, near remains. It just looks yeah. like they're eating a lovely bit, a lovely bit of nicely cooked chicken. Yeah, um, 
and they're sort of like pulling like hands apart and stuff, which I've seen in a few a few uh, George and Romero sequences, like ripping the fingers into. Um, it's like it's really gruesome. Like surprise, up, up to now, it's, it's all been a little bit sort of. Mm, I mean, there's been a, a few gory bits, but this is like the first bit. I was like, whoa, okay, that's actually, yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty intense. You, you can imagine this bit being the bit that when people first saw it in the cinema was pretty much like the first shocking bit. Yeah, you saw this is when the nine-year-olds started crying. Oh no, they're eating the hands and feet. No, they're I've not. They're not. <laughs> I've got hands. I've got feet. Are they going to eat mine? Yes, they are. And I shut up and watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Ben tries to get back in the house, but Harry, the guy from the cellar, has locked it. Um, ben gets back in. <laughs> so now, how does Ben get this back in? The, he just kicks the door in. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty easily as well. Um, not even deadbolted. Uh, he kicks the door in, and this is a great. This is a great. This is, I laughed at this bit. He kicks the door in, and Harry sort of like peers around from the door, and then Ben just like glares at him like this. Lock me out, did you, slag? And then Harry again goes, Oh no. And then Ben sort of just gives him a slap. <laughs> he gives him a few times, doesn't he? He gives him a right he gives, he, clobbering. He, he gives him a right club. It's clobbering time. Yeah, he screws him up again. Also, name Ben, Ben Grimm. Uh, <laughs> clobbers him, uh, which was, you know, I did kind of laugh at this bit. It was a bit silly because Harry, Harry at this point was so sort of like lifeless. I thought, is he a zombie? And then I was like, no, yeah. no, he's just scared. Yeah, and then when yeah. he turned up as a zombie... And when he does turn up as a zombie a little bit later, I was like, is he a zombie? Again, I was like, I couldn't tell the difference between whether this actor was being a non-zombie and a zombie. It's because you can't they see kind the colour of the light. skin either. Did you, watch, you didn't watch the colourised version, did you? Did you watch the uh, black and white? No, version? no, no. Okay, I yeah. watched black and white, did you? Yeah, black and white as well, yeah. Um, but like, you can't... I, didn't, I didn't even realise there was a colourised version. Yeah, I had a quick look on YouTube. It's all up, all up on YouTube, the colourised version. It looks super weird. Like Some of the scenes look kind of normal, but then you can like especially when you go into the cellar, like the colours are so yeah. the wrong choice. <laughs> like there's like a, a glowing shirt and it's, and it's 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 unbelievable. But yeah, but we can't see the colour. Like you just see like when he gets tired or beaten or some sort of zombie, he has the same zombie uh eye bags. <laughs> so it's like he does look like a zombie. Eye bags. <laughs> I recognise those eye I, I recognise those eye bags anywhere. You're a zombie, aren't you? No, honest. I just had a lot. I just had a heavy night. <laughs> just very tired, thank you. Just very tired. Just very tired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm really tired. The cat kept me up all night. <laughs> you from Manchester? That's a nice uh, northern accent. I think. There. I think. I think I might be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Spending so much time. So at some point, the lights go out. Uh, the zombies start to break into the. Like they, they make short work of the boards that Ben has spent all day working on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They chop like, through them like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they must have had some uh, boards, is it? <laughs> some karate zombies sort of chopping away, <laughs> and then um, at some point, so uh, Judith, not Judith, what's her name? Barbara. Uh, she sort of wakes Rab. up and she sees uh, Johnny, her brother. She, sort of... Yeah, Johnny's trying to come in. See, I forgot about Barbara. Yeah, exactly. This yeah, point. this is what I mean. Yeah, she's completely catatonic for most of the film. Um, yeah, and then she gets. Uh, in fact, no, this isn't just yet because before this we have the fight for the gun. So as Ben yeah, is yeah. trying to hold the zombies off, the, the hands are all sort of reaching in. Uh, he drops the gun. Harry gets the gun. He aims it at uh, Ben, but Ben just sort of boots it out of his hand or something. He gets the gun. <laughs> <and he shoots it. laughs> 
just shoots him. <laughs> boots it out of his head. And he shoots Harry because he's an be- absolute belter, isn't he? It seemed a bit harsh to me. His wife and kids uh, yeah. still in the house. It just shoots him. Yeah, well, yeah maybe. That's all right. They deserved it. In the, yeah, but like, like fatally. I would have just shot him in the <laughs> knee or something. Bang! Oh! That would have yeah. been condemning him to death anyway because all the zombies were getting in. Yeah. He wasn't going to survive. Yeah. Okay, so um, Harry goes, Harry like stumbles into the cellar. It's like a really like slow motion sort of walk. <laughs> he's got like, he's got me shot in the belly. He's sort of like dying and he sort of does this weird like crouch walk down the cellar. <laughs> oh, I've been shot in the belly. <laughs> Can you pretend you've been shot in the belly, but act like that? But I've never been shot in the belly. Just do like How am I going to act? Walk or something. <laughs> Just pretend you got like real bad stomach cramps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, yeah I got you. Yeah. Oh, here's, your here's your motivation. There's a toilet downstairs. You need a shit. <laughs> Get down a toilet. Uh, so yeah, so this is this this point. Uh, Barbara is sort of she sees Johnny. Uh, he's a zombie now, and they sort of pull her out into the uh, into the horde. She gets disappears into the horde pretty quickly. Um, yeah, another classic zombie trope: getting getting pulled out by the horde, into the horde disappearing, yeah, yeah like yeah. Uh, Shaun of the Check. Shaun of the Dead, yeah. I, I do feel like I, I do keep keep thinking of Shaun of the Dead, but then I keep having to remind myself. But that is a pretty direct. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just like Shaun of the Dead. Has it copied? Has it copied Shaun of the Dead or something? I think yeah. it has. Yeah. Get some original ideas, George. <laughs> um, so uh, the daughter who's been downstairs in a cellar, she's come alive. Undead alive, and she. Uh... She's come undead alive. She's turned out to be a zombie. Course, uh, yeah. Which you know we all kind of saw coming. That was the constant threat of her turning into a zombie, um, and she comes alive and uh, does a classic, a classic thing which a zombie does, yeah. which is kills her mum with a masonry trowel. Trowel, yeah, it's probably like, long Tra- she tra- as well. So the mum's on the floor. Yeah, it takes about five minutes. You're just over and over again, like stabbing her. With I just the kept trowel. thinking, if I was the mum, roll out the way. She had time to roll out the way, or get yeah. up, or stand up and punch her daughter in the face, or anything. But she kind of just lies there and just goes. Do Don't it. do it. <laughs> like seconds ago, Ben has just booted uh, a rifle out of a guy's hand as he was shooting him. Like, yeah. And it, she can't get that's, away out of the trap. That's the kind of reactions we, we need to be dealing with here with these yeah. slow zombies. Yeah. Reactions like that, booting guns out of hands. But yeah. no, she just allows a child to stab her with a trowel yeah. over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> what, a way to, what a way to go, though, eh? What a way yeah. to go. So now uh, pretty much everyone's dead. I mean, uh, the zombies are coming in the house. Ben goes downstairs, he shoots the daughter and, and the mum, I think. Uh, yeah. She's got a trowel sticking out of her chest. And, he's and then he a little sit, sit seals, down. He has a lovely little sit down. He seals himself in, in, the, uh, in the, the basement cellar uh, while all the zombies get in the house. And you kind of think, this is the end for Ben. You know, this is, this is the end for Ben. Yeah. But uh, he, doesn't, he doesn't end up kicking the bucket in the way you expect. I... I, I Laughed out loud in the next bit. So <laughs> it was obvious, then, wasn't it? I, I mean, as soon as I saw them sh- shooting the zombies, I thought, "Oh no, yeah, oh no." So all the people could have done the, the clear-up squad of like, there's like policemen and farmers and stuff. They're going around killing all the zombies and uh, burning the bodies and stuff. And then this is the morning after, and they see Ben looking out through the window, really quick, clean shot to the head, and he was dead. And I just laughed. I remember I laughed when I first saw it as well. It was like on a super late at night. It was the Stellar Artois Channel 4 
presents <laughs> And I remember just oh. seeing that bit and I laughed. It's just like, it's almost like one big, one big joke on the, on the audience. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it is a bit like that. Like and he, you, kind of like, he, could, he could have done anything. Like, he could have gone, yeah. don't kill me, look, I'm all right, I'm a top bloke. Yeah. And then, but he'd just go, oh, good shot. Yeah. Uh, good shot. You killed the protagonist of the first ever zombie film. Good yeah. shot. Yeah. Uh, so just to, um, I just got a message from Michael Mando on, on the Horror Hangout group. He said, uh, Night of the Living Dead is a classic that happens to rip off Richard Matheson. One of the most eerie endings to a film, though. So he thought it was eerie. I thought it was kind of funny. I thought it was like a big joke. Anyway, some of it is a little dated, but I like that no one no one is really is a hero. Uh, the old just needs to survive, and some people handle it better than others. Characters make some odd decisions, but it was a good watch overall. Yeah, um, the characters are kind of funny in this. They're not, I mean, they're not like real people, are they? <laughs> No. Uh, so we're thinking of Richard Matheson ripoff. So we'll be talking I Am Legend in in particular. Uh, yeah. So I think I maybe had some trivia on. No, no. Okay. So so he basically he wanted to write something like uh, I Am Legend, uh, with the idea of the world's something cataclysmic is changing the world, and uh, there's people sort of holed up in the house, which is which is from I Am Legend. Uh, but he want he had to change it to zombies instead of vampires. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, like, yeah, I, I think I, I don't think it's similar at all. I mean, I read I Am Legend not too long ago, and uh, yeah, it, it's almost as if like any like you could take any sort of inspiration from anything like that and change it in this way, and it would just be considered an inspiration. I would never call it. A yeah, rip-off. I wouldn't say it was a rip off. I think it's a completely different type of threat in the I Am Legend, because in the book, obviously, they're very manip- manipulative um, vampires, and they're trying to get him to come out. They're trying to lure him out by sort of just using language and they're trying yeah, to... Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes they're threatening and sometimes they're tempting and sometimes they'll have lots of like naked female vampires to try and tempt him out and it's trying to sort of like... Yeah. Based on, based on his humanity, trying to lure him, lure him out. But this is just like lifeless yeah, ghouls, yeah. really. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean the, I the see... concept of like being holed up in a house, yeah, that's kind yeah. of pretty much it, but... I can see he's, he's taken that idea and he's made, he's made something kind of fresh out of it. Um, but like, I was Which reading, is how all the best ideas pretty much are made. Yeah, I think George, I remember reading that he he said he was really inspired by that it's like the whole world is changing and there's one character who re- refuses to uh, change and like the world's changing anyway so he's, he's sort of on the losing end but there's a sort of uh, respect for a character who's willing to mm continually fight um so i can sort of yeah. see what, what what he was going for but like i said this i, don't, I think this is different enough to be considered not a ripoff yeah yeah definitely. even though he calls it a ripoff himself <laughs> like he's so down himself if you read someone into the george he just seems so sort of uh i don't know kind of upset Mod- himself more, modest modest <laughs> yeah yeah maybe that's maybe he just doesn't like to praise himself too much yeah i don't know but um okay so that's the film. Uh, directing style and jump scares. I don't think there were any jump scares. Um, I think the scariest bit for me was the the horde eating the body parts. Yeah. There were a couple of kind of jump scares when zombies kind of like came out of the darkness and grabbed people, yeah. I guess. But all stuff that you were kind of expecting, I think, in certain particular moments. Yeah, yeah. Would you, you, could call, you could call the end in like a super shocking moment, like if you just weren't expecting that at all. Yeah, I bet, bet back um, in the day that didn't really happen. Like you just shot the main character. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it was a very, very bleak ending, really. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, you ready for some trivia? Yes. Okay. Uh, number one, Judith O'Day, uh, also known as Barbara, owns and operates O'Day Communications, um, a firm which deals in oral communication training, specializes in the communicative techniques of screaming. True or false? <laughs> what? True. It's a scuttle load of nonsense. Well, yeah, I mean, the first part is so she does now own um, a communications firm. Uh, she doesn't specialize in screaming. That's, that's absolutely ludicrous, oh, Ben. Bloody hell. <laughs> I, was, I was looking forward to that being a real thing. Yeah. Hello, how can I help? No! <laughs> well, I mean, like, I did kind of feel like they must have some sort of horror final girl specialist actress who can tell people how to scream and not, like, hurt their voices. Yeah. Like, they have, like, people who... I know I joke about Andy Serkis a lot. But, like, they do have, I remember watching <laughs> yeah. the Planet of the Apes, the making of, not this one, the Tim Burton one. And they had, like, a monkey specialist who would teach people how to act like monkeys and had a whole school. Yeah. So maybe maybe <laughs> Judith does a bit of that for screaming. I don't know. Okay, uh, number two. Um, so one of the early screenplay uh, drafts uh, concerned the exploits of adolescent aliens who visit Earth and have sex with teenagers. So one of the first drafts of the screenplay uh, had... Sexy alien, aliens having sex with teenagers. Sexy alien sex. Uh, yeah. True. Close. Uh, they weren't trying to have sex with teenagers. They were befriending teenagers. So Wait I, a minute. Uh, this game is this game is true or false? I can't be you can't be close <laughs> when I give one of the when I give one of the answers. That's just okay. completely. So, oh, they're trying to be friends with them. That's that's <laughs> creepy. The fact that you got friends. Okay. You said being trying to be friends with them and trying to have sex with them was close. They said that's friends, creepy. but I'm suspicious. They say friends, but I, oh, right. okay. I don't trust them. Hey, would you like to be friends with me? Are you Hang trying to have sex with me? <laughs> Anyone who says hello to me, I'm like, get away from my ass. <laughs> 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 I growl at them like a dog, like an alpha male. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. When the zombies are eating the bodies in the burnt out truck, they're actually eating roast ham covered in chocolate sauce. Uh, the filmmakers joke that it was so... Uh, Nauseating, inducing. It was almost a waste of time putting their makeup on them because they ended up looking pale and sick anyway. True or false? True. That is true. Um, number four. Roast ham covered in chocolate sauce. Yeah. Romero actually based the idea of the story based on a dream he had after eating a particularly large Christmas ham. True. <laughs> Did you say Christmas ham or Christmas hat? Christmas ham. <laughs> which is a, which might be a thing in America. I don't know. I don't know what. False. They... I think it was a. I think it was a Christmas hat. <laughs> uh, that is false. I just, that's oh. just a load of bollocks. I just made it. Okay, that's a load of very bollocks. Uh, the body upstairs in the house was made was actually made by George. He used ping pong balls for the eyes. True. true. That's true. True. Yeah. Uh, apparently, he used ping pong balls for the eyes. That's literally that's, that's it is what it says on the tin. That's very good. Yeah. That's pretty resourceful. You only see it very briefly as well. It just sort of zooms in. I wonder if he like painted them on there. I don't know. Uh, I he, would pop, like to see... he, he popped them out somewhere. <laughs> I would like to see like a making of of like uh, this, but that, is there any sort of documentary based around this film? I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe based around one of his of the dead films. I'm sure. Yeah. Rest uh, in peace, George. By the way, we haven't we haven't paid our respects. Exactly, Rest in peace, yeah, George. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. What do you want to grade the film? Now you've said rest in peace, George. <laughs> what do you want to give him? 
as a great. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now he's sort of listening um, in a way. I mean, in terms of my enjoyment of this film, I think it wasn't it wasn't super super high, but I do like a lot of. I completely respect the film for yeah. what it yeah. created and what its legacy is. Um, and the films that came after it, I think when you think of the films that came after it, it will kind of push this rating up slightly um, because of that. Um, I'd probably stick with a B minus. Okay, I'm going to give it a B plus. It's not. It's not. Oh yeah, so I jumped in there uh, for the for the same reason. I mean, I, I quite like this film, and um, I think it's a good film. I think I liked watching it, uh, but. <laughs> It's like the king of zombie films. Like, how can you not like? And I liked all the sound effects. I didn't really talk about that enough. I liked a lot of the sound design, especially with like the TV, like the phone when the when there's no one on the phone. It makes like a weird sci-fi sort of noise that phones don't make. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like the TV stuff. Uh, I think it's good. I just um, yeah, I'm giving it a B plus. Cool. And I kind of want to watch Dawn of the Dead now again. Is, they, the, is Dawn of the Dead on this list? It's not, is it? It's not, no. It's weird to think the Day of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead are on this list, but Dawn isn't. Yeah, that is weird. But uh, I wonder why. I wonder why Day of the Dead is on here instead of Dawn of the Dead. Although I did like yeah. it. Maybe it's the... Well, maybe we should watch Dawn of the Dead as one of our honourable mentions. Yeah. Or maybe we should watch the Dawn of the Dead remake um, as one of our honourable mentions because... That considering we've already done a few George A. Romero's on this podcast, it might be good to do something a little bit different. Considering the Dawn of the Dead remake is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty I great. Don't know how you feel. I went to the cinema and they told me I couldn't go in because I was too young. Uh, so really? I, I think I went back another day. And uh, <laughs> with, with, uh, fake, with fake nose and glasses on. <laughs> Hello, my name is Mr. Hi, Burns. <laughs> okay, Mr. Burns, <laughs> what's your first name? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the greatest Simpsons moment ever. I know, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so that is this. Yeah, I think we should do. Um, maybe we should watch both. I don't know. Because I've seen it in a remake loads of times. I don't think I've seen, think yeah. I've seen the original once. I've seen the I've seen the, I've seen both quite quite a lot, but I think the remake I've watched a hell of a lot of times. So it would be good. It would be good to go back and watch both because I think it might be good to see. Land of the Dead is good as well. Like I remember watching it, but yeah, Land of the okay. Dead's all right. But apparently it's well, better yeah, now. Land like, apparently it's aged quite well. Oh, yeah. Okay. Maybe like again. a like a cheese. Okay, yeah. We'll 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 discuss this and hopefully discuss some zombie escapades. Um, of George's yeah. and of Zach's in the future. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so also, it's worth note uh, the remake of this in 1990 was directed by Tom Savini, who was a special effects uh, crazy genius from who did the Day of the Dead effects and stuff, and and Creep Show and all that loads of cool stuff like that. Oh wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um, oh, there is a, there is going to be a Day of the Dead remake as well, isn't there? Is it? Is it? Yeah, I saw a picture of the cat of the guy who is possibly going to be playing the Bud character. Is it Bud? Yeah, no, there is. Yeah, I remember you saying. Yeah, and also, yeah, but they've changed. But they've changed his name. What did he change it to? I can't remember, but I think they've called him like uh, Dave or something. There we go. So, so John, a, a guy said it, is talking about playing Day of the Dead's new Bub. 
And he's described him as Bub on steroids. Yeah, which is weird. Um, Very beefy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, his name's Max. Okay. They're, I think so they're going to remake this said, again as well. Oh, well, well, I suppose it has been... Oh, God. It's been, it's been almost 30 years since the 1990 remake, so... Whoa. I thought you were like, yeah, it's been ages since this one. But no, it has been nearly 30 years since the remake. Wow. Get the bed. <laughs> Shit the bed. Okay, and on well, that note... There we go. Um, next week, we are doing... We're going to do Neil Marshall's The Descent... I've seen this film a lot. Ooh. I've seen the both endings. Uh, if you go by the oh. Netflix one, it's the original UK ending, which is the bleak ending, which I prefer. Yeah. So, yeah. What... And there is a... Yeah, it's a great film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, that's that's it. Then well, I guess we'll see you next week. Uh, this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. I'm a patron at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to Kovach Cowman for our theme music. Um, thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners for listening to the show. And thanks to my co-host Ben for being a real horror dude. Thank you, Luke. All right. Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.